Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week on Ditch the Binge. It is me, Renee Sager. Excited to be here. All right, today we're talking about letting it be easy. Oh my gosh, a lot of you out there need this reminder, so get ready. I actually started thinking about this as an episode with a new client because she came to me and she said something that I hear a lot of you out there thinking, and hello, I fell into the same thought too, which kept me struggling a very long time. And what she said to me was, I just feel like if I'm not struggling, if I'm not resisting, if I'm not kind of suffering with food, if I'm just like doing what I want, I'm giving up. I feel like I can't just have it be easy. I feel like it needs to be a struggle. And my friends, this is something so many of you believe too. Like you are, are sold this message from the diet industry, from the you know diet culture marketing that heaven forbid you as an adult should be able to control yourself around brownies in the kitchen, ice cream in the freezers, a bag of chocolate chips in the cupboard. And it is actually this thought that keeps you going balls deep in the bag of chocolate chips. It is that thought that something must be wrong with me. And so the second you have handful number two of chocolate chips, you go right back to that old way of thinking of, of course, there's something wrong with me. Look, this is happening. And so it doesn't even give you the space to look at what is actually happening. You just kind of fall back into that old pattern. I, you know, as I was saying this, I kind of got the visual of the mousetrap. Like, okay, you go back for handful number two, maybe handful number three of chocolate chips, bam, instant, I'm a food addict. I'm a sugar addict. I can't control myself. Something's wrong with me. I better buckle down on a tighter way of eating. I better get rid of all flour and sugar. But before I do, let's finish off this bag of chocolate chips, (laughs) right? This goes back to mental restriction. This is one of my earlier episodes, two types of restriction. It is actually that fear of impending doom or impending restriction or impending deprivation or impending weight loss goals that makes you eat the food faster. Listen to me when I tell you this. Eating can and should be very easy. Life is hard enough without having to worry about food. There's also this common fear that I hear almost all of the time on consult calls, and that is, okay, I don't want to obsess about my food, but I still want to eat healthy. And it's like, 
there's this belief in your head or this like only one way of eating is that you're either eating like a bikini competitor (laughs) getting ready to stand on stage for like prep week. You're dehydrating yourself and you're counting fucking sesame seeds on your salad or you're at IHOP eating bottomless pancakes and bottomless chocolate shakes. (laughs) Like there's no in between and there's such an in between. This is again like, I do not think any of those things on Instagram of what I eat in a day. Like, oh my God. I I was someone that lied about that stuff constantly. Like, oh, this is all that I ate. And behind the scenes, I was like pounding down entire boxes of Lucky Charms. Okay, so please take everything you see on social media with a little grain of salt, especially people telling you exactly what they eat in a day. Because, I mean, you just never know. But back to the two extremes with your way of eating. Listen, I don't want you only eating, I mean, I don't actually care what you want to eat, but I don't think many people on this planet are going to feel super great, are going to feel their best if all they're eating are bowls and bowls and bowls of Lucky Charms, or all they're eating are bags and bags of chocolate chips and pancakes and muffins and cakes and ice creams and red vines, right? I don't think you're going to feel that great if, if that's what you're doing. And not only that, if that really were what was happening you would get so sick of eating it. And this is where that trust relationship that I work with my one-on-one clients comes in, is there's so many of you thinking that if I'm not controlling my food, if I'm not portioning it out, if I'm not obsessing about it, I'm never going to eat vegetables again. I'm never going to want protein. I'm never going to want salads. I'm never going to want to eat, quote, healthy. And that is a lie, When you're really listening to your body, you actually want a variety of foods. This is what I see in almost, this is what I see in all of my clients, myself included, is that when you develop that trust with your body and you genuinely want to feel good, you just naturally do tend to make the quote healthy choices. Also, sometimes you may go for the calzone with a side of ranch. Sometimes you may go for the grilled salmon Caesar. And all of that is wonderful. And it is entirely possible to get to the place where you just get to sit down in a restaurant, read the menu, and decide what sounds good. And this does not mean that you entirely neglect everything you've eaten that day, right? Like sometimes when I sit down, well, oftentimes when I sit down, I'm like, okay, like I had pancakes and bacon for breakfast and just like a ton of coffee today and some snacks of like some Tootsie Rolls. Um, I think I should probably have some vegetables. Like even though the lasagna sounds great, I think I'm going to get a salad with a breadstick because I just need some vegetables in my system. Right. This is, if you go back and listen to the interview that I did with Jamie, this is the thing that she talked about too is that she just gets to eat what she wants and she doesn't have to obsess about it. And she thought the same thing that all I would ever want is like carbs and sugar. And it's not true. It is actually the act of depriving yourself that makes you want it more. 
So to take it back to my client's initial concern is I'm just scared if I'm not struggling, if it's not hard, I'm giving up. And that is just not true. What if it is really actually that easy? This is something that I see all of the time is this lack of trust. It's, you know, it's that cock blocking your own happiness. It's like, no, it's really this easy. And you're like, no, it's definitely not. It's definitely not this easy. I'm like, no, it, it really is. And it's almost like we want it to be harder. But that's because many of you have years and or decades of dieting, of trying to shrink your body, of trying to count calories, macros, carbs, all of these wild attempts instead of maybe I just know. Maybe I need to do the work to establish that trust with my body so I can just eat what sounds good and move in a way that sounds good because you guys... This is literally what your body's made for. (laughs) This is literally what your body is made for. And I did hear an episode, Amy Schumer, it was like a little snippet on Instagram and she, maybe she is more evolved in her process than I am, but she said, I literally never think about what my body looks like. And here is a truth bomb, y'all. I do. I think about my body. I think about how I look. I think about how I feel. I think about what looks good on me with clothes because that's something I care about. And for Amy Schumer, like my hat is off to you. If you literally never think about your appearance and how you look or what your body looks like, like go, go on with your bad self. I still do. And a lot of it is really for me. I want to feel good good. I want to feel strong. I want to feel excited in the morning when I wake up. I like to feel good in my body. And let me tell you, there has never been a plan I've been able to follow that has given me that. There has never been a program or protocol that I have purchased or tried to do that has allowed me that freedom. In fact, quite the opposite has been true with every attempt that I've done to control my food or, or, you know, obsessively track or lose weight is that I get more obsessed. I get more possessed (laughs) really. Like what started out as like a mild obsession is now like this infatuation and I feel more anxious. And so what I want you to hear is a relationship with food and your body that really is pretty easy that really is pretty effortless, can exist. And you have to do the work to establish that trust with your body in the beginning. But after that, it's kind of like smooth sailing. It's kind of like you can just pop cruise control on. Oh, because I know that my body wants to feel good. I know that I have this trust with myself. I know that when I eat an entire bag of red vines, I feel horrible. So I don't think I'm going to do that because right now, a lot of you probably know all of that and yet it feels like you're fighting against yourself and that's because you are. (laughs) That's a lot of the undoing that we have to do. That's like everywhere you go, there you are. We have to undo 
untangle those kind of mess of thoughts and beliefs and experiences that you've had that are actually working against you. And this shows up not only in food, but also in just you as a human. Again, so many of you come to me thinking, okay, I need to change everything about me. Like, I hate that I'm this. I hate that I'm that. I need to be more this. I need to be more that. And listen, I'm all for personal development. This is, this is again, that kind of black and white, all or nothing way of thinking. Like, well, if I'm not wanting to do better, I'm just giving up and I'm never progressing. But let me tell you, it is so much easier and more fun to do these things, to take care of yourself, to eat in a way that feels good, to have personal goals, to have financial goals, to have any kind of goal when you don't hate yourself in the beginning. It's so much more attainable. The goals are so much more attainable when you decide, I'm enough already. Let's see how I can kick things up a notch. An example, I'm running a group right now and it's not food related at all. It's all mindset, self-worth, and it's so fun. I am loving it. And the topic for last week was loving the shit out of yourself. And one of the questions that I was talking them through was, what is one way that you would describe yourself? And some of them were emotional. Some of them were creative. Some of them were extreme. Some, you know, mine was enthusiastic. And then what I said was, how could this, well, there were actually multiple questions, but one of the questions that I asked was, how could this actually be your best asset? How could this actually be your secret weapon? How could this actually be exactly what you need to get what you want in your life? We think we are this problem that needs to be solved, that heaven forbid I'm lovable and enough as is. But when you start to have this shift, when you start to look at yourself, your food, your body, your life differently, instead of working against yourself, you get to work for yourself. And it's it's so much easier than you want it to be. <laughs> I know you all want it to be really hard and really painful, but you also really don't want it to be hard and painful, but you just can't believe that it could be that easy. It's kind of like you know, when you're driving and you start like veering off the, the, the road and, it, and you're on that like really annoying gridded part and it's just like, oh my God, it's so annoying. And you could keep going, but it's super annoying and exhausting and you can't stop thinking about it. And you're like, fuck, is this ever going to end? Ugh. And all that it takes is a simple little shift of the old steering wheel to take you right back into the middle. It wasn't a massive movement. It wasn't extreme. It was literally a couple of inches. And and then you're back into cruise control land. This is exactly what I see with so many of you is that you, the example that I gave in my group, I was like, you guys are already a 
delicious cake. You're already this amazing, beautiful, like when you walk into a pastry shop and it's just there and all the swirls and, and it's like three layers and it's perfectly frosted. I was like, that is you already. And when you start to see yourself like that and that all this other stuff that you want is just the sprinkles on top, that is when things start getting good and that is when things start getting easy. Let it be easy. One more example that I want to give to you because I just have such a good visual is that it's like so many of you are out there putting on a sweater that is about two sizes too small, right? It's, it's maybe it's your favorite sweater and you had it in high school and you've kept it <laughs> and you keep putting it on. Maybe it's even three sizes too small. And you put the sweater on and it goes up to like only your, your forearm and half of your stomach is out and you can't even put your arms down because it's so small. It's so tight. They're just like sticking out at a 90 degree. And you, this is, this is what you guys are like. You're like, listen, I just need to go on a diet. Uh, Renee, listen, I just need to make more money and then this sweater is going to fit. I just need a different relationship and then this sweater is going to fit. I just need X, Y, and Z and then this this is then I'm going to be comfortable. And I'm like, or we buy you a new sweater. And you guys are like, nope, that could not be it. That's definitely not it. It's got to be all these other things. And I'm like, okay, but listen, just put this sweater on that I brought for you and try it out. And you put it on and you're like, whoa, I feel amazing. I'm so cozy and confident and I feel like a million bucks right now. And it fits perfectly and it doesn't tug or pull in any area. It's just like butter. I love it. And there, from that place, you get to keep moving forward. You get to keep moving forward from a place that's so much more enjoyable and doesn't feel like a fight. You don't feel like you're fighting against yourself anymore. Let it be easy. What if eating really is that easy? What if you? it's, it's possible that you really can keep ice cream in your freezer and forget it's there? What if you really can show up to work as yourself and just be a legitimate badass? What if you can walk into a room and not care about what anyone else is thinking and you just love the way you're feeling and looking that day? Instead of being all up in their heads, you're all up in yours. You're engaging, you're socializing, you're interacting, and you're not in your head thinking, I bet they all hate me. What if it's really that good? What if it's really that easy? What if it's really that fun? And I know some of you might be thinking, yeah, but not for me. It couldn't be for me. I'm too far gone. I'm the only person that this isn't going to work for. That sounds nice, but it'll never work for me. And I say that because, listen, I was there too. I would get really mad when I heard people say, it's really this easy. I was like, you don't know me. I'm the worst case ever. I'm the one per- I'm the, I'm so extreme. You've never seen anyone this bad. I'm, I'm, I'm never, I'm incurable. And like, if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. But if you want to come to the other side, 
where eating really can be easy, where you really can love the shit out of yourself while still improving. We're never done growing. We're never done improving. We're never done evolving. And listen, every year you you age, every month, what you want, how you want to feel, what your goals are, are probably going to change. So at least let yourself have fun while you're doing it. At least let yourself enjoy it while you're doing it because it's so much easier to accomplish these goals when it's coming from that place. If food, if your life feels like a constant fight, feels like a constant battle, it can be so much easier. And my guess is you would also agree that it's because you're fighting against yourself. And let me tell you, this is actually the best news ever because when it's you, you can do something about that. Like I can help you with that. When it's all these other things that we're blaming it on, we just, that's a crappy place to be when it's all the other people. But when you start taking responsibility and when you decide you're sick of your shit and you want something better, you want something different, that is when the good stuff begins. Eating does not have to be hard. It really can be easy. You really can enjoy it. You really can just stop when you're full or pass on dessert. I help women do this all of the time. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. I made a post about this yesterday on social media, which BT dubs, I can't believe I just said that. I would never say that. But if you're not following me on social media, follow me on Instagram and tell me, hi, I love connecting with you. But yesterday I made a post about go all in on the best case scenario. This is the same thing about really making things harder than they need to be. We're so resistant to letting ourselves be successful. We, we fight letting ourselves just be happy. Let it be easy. Go all in on the best case scenario. What if it does happen? What if it is better than you ever imagined? Start thinking about yourself. Start thinking about your goals from that perspective. Like, oh, hell yeah. That's exactly what I want. Let's do this. Instead of, I don't know, but what if this, but what if that, but what if this? And here's the thing, like that's actually a very normal part of the human brain. Like if your brain does that by default, like congratulations, you're a very healthy human. That is what we are supposed to do, right? To keep ourselves safe. That's why we don't run into oncoming traffic or put our hand on a hot burner is because we are programmed to do that, to stay alive. But in so many instances in your life, it's not helping you. It's not serving you. You're getting all up in the negative side of things that it keeps you from ever taking the action. Because here's the thing, if you want something you don't have, you're going to have to do something that you're not doing. You're going to have to take a couple leaps of faith. You're going to have to go all in on you. And when you do, and something happens, something clicks, you start getting what you want, look out. It's going to be like a floodgate. You're going to be like, holy shit. I can't believe it. I cannot believe I can do this. And from there, you get to start doing all of those things that you've always wanted. 
So notice this week where you're cock blocking yourself. Notice this week where you're actually making it way harder than it needs to be. What if it were exactly how it should be? What would it look like if you weren't a problem to be solved? What would you do if you didn't worry about going on a diet? What would you eat if you were listening to your body? How would you show up to an event or in a relationship if you believed you were the tits? Something I like to think about is how some of my biggest fans think about me, how some of my greatest friends think about me, how those those people on the internet that you've never met but somehow have an amazing relationship, like what they think about you. And I show up with that energy. I kind of tap into that before I do things, before I say things, because there are people out there that love you that much. And here's the truth. Like some people don't like you. <laughs> some people don't like me. And guess what? I also don't like some people and that's okay. You don't have to be for everyone. Why not go all in on the best case scenario? Why not let it be easy and be fun? If you are wanting this for yourself and you are ready for this change, message me on Instagram. You can also message me through my website. Both of them are at Renee Sager. I will drop the links in the show notes. And I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you put some of this into action. I hope you start to believe some of this about yourself. All right. I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.